Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Stand by lights one and sound one. Camera speeding. Audio speeding. Lights and sound. Go. And action. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Pretend World's Real People. I'm Stephanie. Hi, I'm Tyler. And we are your hosts of this awesome podcast where we uh, interview arts workers um, in the theater and film industries, and we learn more about them, who they are, what they do, um, and uh, hopefully have some laughs along the way. In this episode, we definitely did. Uh, my yeah. stomach hurts <laughs> from laughing. <laughs> uh, we had a, uh, a, a new friend on our podcast th- this week. Sorry, I, I have... <clears throat> water hiccups <laughs> this is very awkward. oh no uh we have an amazing guest this week uh somebody that was referred to us by our former guest and also buddy talia dillingham uh we have a broadway performer of just a tremendous renown somebody who's uh gone in and out of, of film and tv but has just been an incredible uh theatrical performer you may have seen him in um wicked you may have seen him in the book of mormon uh, he also played Mustafa in The Lion King, which is probably the only one where I was like, yes, because I don't know anything about theater. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we would like to introduce Derek Williams. All right. So, Derek, man, how are you today? Not too bad, man. Hanging in there. How about yourself? Doing good. We're, we're, we're surviving. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's a relatively, well, I thought it was sunny. Out. It's just the snow. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been a nice yeah, survi- surviving that's like the name of the game right now right uh, no yeah. kidding yeah uh if you wouldn't mind man tell uh, tell our listeners uh, uh one you know who you are and uh what you do uh well my name is Derek williams and uh i am a broadway performer broadway actor i am currently in the uh the book of mormon on broadway uh not, I wouldn't say currently. I wouldn't quite say currently. I would say that's that would that was my job a year ago. Yeah. Um, um, and some other shows that I've done. I've done um I was an original company of Wicked. I did Wicked on Broadway. Um I also played Fierro and Wicked on the first national tour. I was the I was the I was the prince uh, mm-hmm. for the first national. Um I've also done my first Broadway show was Swing on Broadway. And uh I did Aida after that. Uh, I also toured with uh, Smokey Joe's Cafe. Um, and what else is there? I'm missing something. Oh, I, I did Aida on Broadway and I did the Aida national tour and I also did uh, Lion King as well. Oh, awesome. But, yeah, so Who were you I'm in defi- Lion King? I was, I'm sorry? Who were you in Lion King? I played Mufasa. <gasps> that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a good, it was a good time, a good experience. I actually did the... Um, the Las Vegas company that they oh, had, cool. um, which was nice. It was, you know, you kind of, it was pretty cool because you got to spend time and away from New York per se. And I was actually on the West Coast at the time. So I went from LA to Vegas and lived there for about two and a half years and on a Broadway salary, which was, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. So yeah, I, no complaints there, but those are some of the things I've done. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you get to Broadway? What's your What's your journey from you know? How Why Why acting? Why How <laughs> did this happen? That, that's an inter- that's you know, that's in, that's an interesting loaded question. Um, 
you know, I, uh, my, so apparently I was a shy kid. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 I don't remember that part of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, my mom put me in the arts just to kind of get me talking and get me going, you know, just to kind of get me um, detached from her somewhat. My older brother was in it first. It was this group called Center Stage. And uh, we, uh, it was like basically like a kid's community theater, you know, and this lady from my church, she kind of started it. And it was really cool, you know, and after a while she would always, basically she had these station wagons and she would drive around and pick everybody up and we'd go to, depending on where we could get space at a church or um, I think by the end we were at Norfolk State University as it had, and they would give us space there to rehearse and, and they would, she would just teach us the arts and I would do speeches and at malls and things like that and and then we had you know we would dance and I danced dancing was kind of like the my first love I would say oh, awesome. um, and then uh, I also play here's the thing though I also played sports um, so I uh, I kind of went back and forth between the two. I you know it was I, I played sports all the time and I also you know, was acting as well. It was it's it's such this weird combination that I was doing and I was actually able to kind of do it all. I had to I had to eventually I had to kind of narrow it down and pick something that I really wanted to to do. But it really took me a long time to figure that out because um, I played baseball up through up into college. Oh wow! And uh, I also played football, played basketball. And then I was also doing shows all the time. So, <laughs> Dang, man. Yeah, yeah you know, I, you know, it really, it really kept me busy. I, I got to say it was, it was smart, you know, basically, you know, because where I was from, you know, you just, if you, you were either doing, you know, you were either busy doing uh, positive things or you were out there in the street doing, you know, dumb stuff. So I was very uh, fortunate to be into the, the good things, mm -hmm, <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so, so to say. Um, but, you know, like I was, I was in a performer arts high school so I went to school half a day in high school okay and then I was in this it was called Norfolk Public Schools Performing Arts Repertory so basically a bus would come by and pick us up from our school and then take us to this theater and we would stay in the theater from like 12 to 4 every day wow and we would do like two shows a year sometimes three um I'm you know we, and it was like decent productions you know it was really cool and and I learned so much from that you know we would do theater games and, and learn you know learn the arts um in our own way but it was really great uh, and that really, that really laid the foundation for me. Uh, I, Connie Hindmarsh was, uh, my, uh, teacher back then. She really, she was the head of our, uh, our repertory department. And I did that for a while, but I also played baseball. So I, sometimes I took semesters off. I would take a show mm -hmm. off and I would go play, you know, baseball and she would let me. And, um, it was tough. Cause my, you know, like I'd be playing baseball. And then I was also in like chamber singers, which was in school, which was like a chorus, and uh and we would like i'd be in the middle of season i'm like um coach i gotta go to orlando to for a singing <laughs> for a singing competition and he would look at me like this <laughs> I, I remember when i told him that because we we had like a small little tournament it was in the, it was in the slightly beginning of the season and we did like these small tournaments here and there i think it was like called the pizza head tournament i don't even know something like that <laughs> and and I had to miss like the first two games. Mm. And I told him that I had to go to Orlando to sing in this competition. And he looked at me like I was crazy, got in his car and drove around the campus <laughs> like, <laughs> for like for like 10 minutes. Oh my goodness. And I was like, this dude had to drive away before he killed me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
and you know, and so you know, I, those those were the things that I was I was going through at the time and trying to figure out where where and what I really wanted to do. But in in the in the in the long run, I I just knew I loved to be on stage, and um, I just really started making these trips to New York. Um, so basically, I went to. It's funny enough, I went to school on a baseball scholarship. I hurt my ankle playing basketball oh. before the season started. Oh, that didn't go over well. Um, so <laughs> I I ended up. Uh, I remember walking on campus one day with my crutches, and I I, I I looked around because I was trying to. My mom kept telling me, "Go to school. You got to go to school. You have to, you, you have to have something to fall back on. You have to have something to fall back on. You got to go to school." So I went to school, okay. not the theater. I was <laughs> I was a physical education major. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh Imagine. no! That's that's when you really that's when you really don't know what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and. Uh, so I basically, I, I, I did that. So I hurt, I hurt my ankle playing basketball. I walked on campus with my crutches and I looked around. I was like, I, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? And uh, I walked off campus. I never went back. I started uh, auditioning for things around the city. Um, and then I started working at Bush Gardens. Uh, I was in the, uh, the show there. And then uh people would take trips up to New York all the time. And I would always go with them and I'd go to auditions. And I started, every time I auditioned, I was either getting called back or getting to the end. And then I started booking stuff, you know, and it really, it really happened for me like that. Uh, definitely awesome. luck, definitely. Uh, but I also, I had, I knew I had something to give, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I'm, you know, pe- a lot of people don't like when you say naturally talented, some people don't really love that, but that was, that's kind of what I had and that's what I use. Now, granted, I, I still, um, I've been performing since I was a kid. I was right. always a performer. Did I take like a lot of dance classes? No. Did I take singing classes? No. Uh, did I take a lot of acting classes? No. Did I do like things we did as a group and, and coming up as, in, in kids community? Yes. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Did I keep performing and doing two shows a year when I was in, when I was in repertory? Absolutely. So I, I definitely learned the craft that way and I'm still learning to this day I'm constantly still learning to get better to get better to get better as an actor so yeah but that's that's kind of my journey uh to the to the Broadway stage you know that's nuts yeah. and I, a, I don't know if I a, went around the block and came back no and, you know, it was <laughs> kind of like literally the dream I feel like most kids and except that you didn't have in your mind that you were going to be on Broadway but I feel like your journey is what so many young kids who want to be on Broadway want right well, like do exactly, it exactly exactly you know and I did have in my mind I did have that it was the goal to start in a Broadway show that came a little bit later once I I think once I got off the campus I was like I do want to start in a Broadway show. That's that's something that I really want to do, and I never forget. Uh, I never forget when I was doing um, Wicked, and I went on for the first time as Fierro with Chris and Chenoweth and Adina Menzel. And I remember uh, coming back to my room in my scarecrow outfit at the end and looking in the mirror and and going, "Oh my, you know, you did it. You you yeah. did it." And I think I was 20, 23 at the time, 23, 24. Wow. No, 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 that was Aida. I was, I was probably, I was 20, 26, 27 at the time. Okay. When I start, when I was like, got my lead and did it and realized, okay, I wish I set some more goals, you know? Hit <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling. You know, right. I was like, oh, uh, what now? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
but yeah, it's, it's definitely a dream come true. And I'm definitely been blessed. Yeah, you, you uh, like Steph said, you have that trajectory that everyone just, you go to bed dreaming about, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. And I I get a kick out of a bunch of performers from Bush Gardens driving up to the city auditioning for jobs. Like, that's just, that's just you know, early 20s, so cool. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like, we're going to do it. We're gonna, and you, you made it happen, man. Like, what was what was the first gig um, that came up in the city that, that, that you picked up from, from doing stuff like that? So, yeah, I mean, like, Bush Gardens was, like, my college, basically, you know what I mean? Because I, I did, like, three seasons there, and uh, I really uh, gained some really close friends, and um, my love, who Dina DeHart uh, kind of was the director choreographer of, you know, all the shows at Bush, and she really took to me, and we were, she's like, she's like my second, third mom, you know, um, to this day, we talk all the time. Um, but, yeah, it was really interesting, man. They, they We would drive up, and it, it kind of sucked a little bit because we would drive up like five or six of us or so four or five of us in two cars, or whatever, or one car stuffed in five, seven hours <laughs> up to New York. Um, and then uh, we'd audition and then uh, I'd get called back and nobody else would. And oh. <laughs> everybody, be, everybody's now got to wait for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it sucked, man. I would, you know, you feel terrible. You're like, oh, guys, because they're like, oh, I guess we, I guess we could just wait around. I'm like, I mean, you can't leave me because we, we came together, you know, mm-hmm. and I got a call back tomorrow. So we, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that's awkward. Yeah, yeah, it's a little awkward. It happened like two or three times. It was, it was really, <laughs> really weird. Um, but my first show that I got there was a, uh, it was a regional production of Joseph and Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat mm. at, at Akron Carousel Dinner Theater. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No. Carousel Dinner Theater. It's, a, it's it's in Akron, Ohio. It's a and it was a it was a big dinner theater there. I'm pretty sure it's still there. Um um But that was my first that was my first big gig. That was my first New York gig. And then uh I think after that people from that show would drive back to New York to auditions for shows. You know, trying uh, to get the next gig. Okay. Cuz I did that show for probably like 3 or 4 months in Ohio. So they would drive back, and that's when I got that's when I got my second gig. Uh, I we drove back, and I just have a Jesus Christ Superstar uh, in Nyack with Emily Skinner and Billy Porter, <clears throat> and then I booked that show. So after Joseph, when Joseph closed, I went to do literally to do um, Jesus Christ Superstar like a month later. Um, wow! I had, like, I had like a few weeks off, and then went to that, you know. And then from that show is where I met, uh, where I got my agent, and then you know just kind of moved from there. You know, so so I but I always came home. I would come back home after I did the Joseph, then I then I did uh Jesus Christ Superstar. I like the Bible shows, you know. Um, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then uh after the after Joseph, I mean after Jesus Christ Superstar is when I got my first national tour, which was Smokey Joe's Cafe. But in between that, I, when I would finish that show, I would go back to Bush. Mm-hmm. And then oh wow. Home. And then I would be, because uh, I'm from Norfolk, Virginia, which, uh, and Williamsburg is like 30, 40 minutes from there. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I did Joseph, went back to Virginia. Then I did Jesus Christ Superstar, then went back to Virginia and did Bush. And then I left Bush to do Smokey Joe's Cafe. Oh yeah. What and is now, being on tour like compared to mm-hmm. being in, um, being on Broadway, like, and you're in a stationary theater versus traveling across the country? You know, I call it, it's kind of like, it's not reality mm-hmm. in this weird sense. It's like, it's like, um, 
it's just a different world. Like you really feel, uh, you really, it's lovely and it's awesome. And it's a great way to like really save money because you know, you have, you get your salary, but you also get per diem, which is nice. And you can like, if you do it right, you can live off your per diem and like just stack, really stack away. You can really put some money away if you do it right. You can also go out there and spend a bunch of money and, 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 and <laughs> be poor. Which that's what most people do because you're young mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, you know, I got this salary, I got this and I got that. I'm good, you know? <laughs> And you just really, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's it's definitely a, it was definitely a balance for me. <laughs> I definitely had my fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh -huh. um, but you know, you you really you really detach from the world in a sense, you know, because you really become a community because you all you really have. That's when you really build close, really personal relationships because all you really have is each other. Mm. And you really just live your life through each other, and you travel around, and you you go here, then you sit down in some town you've never been in and you, you you travel around together and you you adventure together and and you come to your show you know at night and you do it all over again and you do it you know so it's it's really fun though because you go I've gone places that I would have never gone in my life if I wasn't on tour and I've definitely hit every every state most cities in this country because I've done like you know four tour three or four tours myself wow um, so yeah, there is, it's, it's something fun about them, but you do get, de you do get detached from like what's happening, say in the city, new projects. Um, so you start to feel like the longer you're out there, you really feel like you miss out. So then you have to make a decision, you know, am I ready to go back and grind or do I still want to make this money, mm. you know, and do I want to consistently keep going, you know, because if you consistently make the money well, that's sure, but eventually that's going to end. And then what are you going to do? Are you starting over? How are you going to get back in with everybody? Who are these casting directors now? Who are these people? Do they know who I am? But, you know, then there, there is something said, you know, building a relationship within the show that you're in, and maybe that turns into something else. So you just have to balance those things out. Um, I guess the other difference would be, like, there's something leaving, leaving the Broadway theater at night and going home. There's just mm -hmm. something about that. Because, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a door, uh, stage door uh, around the country. And, but there's just something different about walking out, seeing all the lights, walking, uh, signing autographs and walking home to the subway and then passing through 42nd Street and seeing, seeing everything and just realizing that, you know, that's, this is what it's all about. So there's something um, stimulating about that yeah. uh, that you don't necessarily get on the road. Even though you're doing the same show, you know, most time making the same money. It's the same, same people, same creatives. Uh, but the the aura of walking out of that door at night after doing your show on Broadway is definitely a little, um, little feeling that's 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 hard to describe that you've always wanted that you can't get from, you know, the stage door in say uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, I. It, you know, crazy enough when I when I did Lion King in Vegas, um, talk about walking out the stage door. You know, they would you know they would have pumping like air through that through that theater. Man, it's it's freezing in there, cold. Oh, and, and then you walk out at ten thirty, and it's just like, <sighs> and it's like it's like ninety eight degrees, and you're just like, what the what is this? <laughs> And everyone gets pneumonia like every other week because you're going from one to the other. Right. This ain't Broadway. No. <laughs> that's that's probably one of the weirdest exits constantly for me that I can constantly think about and go, yeah, that wasn't Broadway. That wasn't yeah. Broadway. <laughs> but I would say that's the I would say those are the differences for me 
but everything else, uh, the camaraderie, the, you know, the, the show itself. The, and, you know, the cool thing about being on tour is you get the houses are more fun. Uh, the uh the energy is live because those people have been waiting for you to get there yeah um the, the houses are bigger so say like you know like my the house in uh for book of mormon here it's like i think it's like 1200 something maybe mm-hmm. um and then you know i did it at the fox you know in uh in atlanta and it's like you know 5500 seats what <laughs> you know what i mean so that's wow. that's the difference. and then you're feeling all of that energy coming at you you know what i mean <sighs> And then you're doing the show. So then all, all of a sudden you're doing the show like this because you're doing it to all these people. And then you get to New York and you're like, whoa, let me, let me, <laughs> let me bring this, let me bring this down. You even get to know, you're like, yes, yeah, you're not on tour anymore. So you can just kind of like, you know, bring that down. So it's, those are things you have to adjust to from like this, you, from this big theater from seating, because it's never less than, on a, and, and theaters around the country, it's never less than like 2,300, yeah. never less than that. It's always like 25 and up. Mm. And you just get used to doing this, this so much out here for, and because sometimes it could be a pit, like an orchestra pit, in front of the in front of the house. So you got like 15, 20 feet before you can see the audience. And some, so you got to you got to deal with those things. Now when you get to New York, I mean they're like everybody's right there, yeah, right in front. You like the 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 conductor's right here in front of you, like steps away, and then the audience is right there, and it's so intimate and it's so nice. So that's that's also the difference, the feel from Broadway and being on tour. Oh, wow. That, I didn't realize that, because obviously I'm not in the theater, I didn't realize that the Broadway theaters were of that size. I always imagined like, oh, it's it's New York. They found a way to fit 5,500 people in a, <laughs> in a small building. That's how it works, right? Oh, it's no, all no. about illusions. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and if, it was, if it was like that, those shows would close real fast. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. yep. you know, it's, it's all about tourism, you know, and filling these yeah. houses. You know, only, New Yorkers can only see the show, but see the shows but so much. Right. You know, we Broadway lives off tourism. That's why... That's why the Broadway, there hasn't been a, a reopening and uh, date in sight because they just can't really get going without mm-hmm. tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Broadway can't seat, you know, half of an audience and, and pay everyone and get it done. Yeah. So that's why we can't come back until everything is kind of back to normal, which who knows when that's going to be. That's yeah. the unfortunate part. Yeah. yeah, man. What, what are you doing in the meantime to try and fill that void? Are you looking at doing more, uh, you know, on camera stuff? Or are you doing something else to kind of fill the fill that? Yeah, void? yeah. That's what I've been trying to do. Uh, that's 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 been the goal. You know, I've been I've definitely been auditioning. I filmed a, a TV show in uh, in January. Uh, new uh, Busy Phillips. So um, girl, girls five ever. Girls five ever. Uh. Girls. girls <laughs> even even typing it is like girls five what yeah. <laughs> it's weird but it's girl it's i think instead of girls forever i think it's girls right. forever got um, it i think it's coming out on the peacock it might be out pretty soon okay and it's like andrew reynolds uh busy phillips uh what's my girl from um sarah Bareilles uh-huh. oh nice um so it, yeah it's a little it's cute little comedy um i did a small little thing in that um you know, and I, you know, I've done some TV shows before. Like I've done Homeland. I, I, I had a good year, year before last. Was la- I had a good year last year? No, 2020 was the bad year. 2019, I, I was pretty busy. I had, I filmed like Chicago Med. I filmed like Homeland, guest star spots, which was kind of nice. Um, and um, I've been so close to so many things this year, man. That's what I, uh, January has been a year of 
you were their second choice. It's just like, uh, okay, you know, and it's easier to take those when you're like working, when you're doing your show, you're like, okay, yeah, you know, I got, I still got this, but like, you know, being a, now you're like a, trying to be a TV actor and film actor where there's like so much downtime and you're just sitting around waiting. Although right now it is pilot season. And like this week I had like five auditions. Wow. Um, and you know, but, it, and it's, it's also, the, the, we're doing a lot of self tapes now, of course. Right. Which can be very uh, weird and, it can be awesome because you can kind of do the take that you want. That being said, you got to find a reader. You got to make it work. I bought a dog. I, I got a pandemic dog. So if I, <laughs> if I knew it, if I knew I was going to be self-taping at home, I probably would have second thought that. You know? Yeah. That's that's also very difficult. He's, is he always your co-star in your? In oh your... my god, more 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 than you know. <laughs> You're like, please, man, that was a good take. That was a good take. Um. And then it's also trying to find a reader, you know, like I've, yeah. I've read, I'm reading auditions with my daughter, which is, it's fine, but it's like, you know, um, <laughs> but you, you know, you do the best you can, yeah. but you know, and then they're sending you these, you know, policies and you know, it's pretty crazy. And they're sending you all these auditions for you to, and they're expecting you to, to get it done. Like, 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 like it's two years ago, not, and you, you're not, not really taking in the circumstances that we're all up against, like being home trying to get a reader and getting all this stuff done with seven auditions a week. And, you know, it's just, it's, 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 you're happy, you're excited, you want it, but it's also very, uh, it can be a very, uh, a bit frustrating and hard and difficult because you're constantly calling me, Hey, can you, can you read with me through over FaceTime? And you're like, yeah. you can't really see them. So you're like, you're, li you're, li you're not really looking at anybody's, but you're hearing it's, it's, it's yeah, hard tough. then. And if you got a roommate, if, you, if it's like you and two actors living in the same place, you're golden. You know, we got a friend situation. We're good to go. Hey, man, can you read with me right now? Blah, 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 blah. And that's probably how most actors are working. If you're a family guy like myself, I have a wife, kid, dog. Um, it, it becomes a little more uh, difficult. And you're in a New York apartment. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just add that in there. Trains you never know what by. you're going to hear yeah. through the wall. <laughs> yeah. Hold for sound. Hold yeah. for sound. Trains going by. Yeah. <laughs> Ambulances, fire trucks, everything, man. So... It is what it is. You hope for the best, but I have been getting close. Um, I'm doing good work, and that's all you can really ask for, I guess, at this point. And you know, yeah. something will land. Sometimes you feel like pilot season is, especially when you're not known um, in the TV world or you're trying to make it, man. You pilot season is sometimes all about doing all this work. It feels like you're doing all this work for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but mm -hmm. you can't. It's like you. But you can't have that attitude. You got to have. You know, I'm. I'm hoping that something comes of it. It's just. It's just very rare when it does. Yeah. Have you ever considered voiceover work? You have such a beautiful voice that. Oh, th thank you. You know, I, <laughs> I, um, I have. I've done some. Oh, okay, good. You know, it's one of those things that I just don't get sometimes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Like, um, I don't know if it's when it comes to my voice that they, they'll tell me to do something and I'm just like, I'm not, maybe I'm not understanding exactly how they want it. Or I'm like, I'm like, what? Like it's, the, it's the pizza. You fold it. You got to fold it, you know? And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a pizza. You got to fold it, you know? Yeah. But can you say it like, you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I go through that, you know, I already, I already talk funny in my, in, in my own head. Things, things just come out of my mouth weird anyway. So <clears throat> Sometimes I just can't land it how they really want it. But I've done a few. Like I did a Chrysler Hall, my Chrysler Hall, Chrysler uh, car radio spot uh, years ago. Um, I've done a, a, a couple other things, but like it's it's a it's a it's 
I'd rather do like character work and like mm. I don't like the commercial side of voiceover. I would rather do you like character work. Yeah, like be a cartoon character or something. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, anime, yeah, animation, blah, blah, you know, but like to sit here and just like talk about a talk about, you know, and then you feel like I probably get weird and start doing like a radio voice. Blah, 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 and like, <laughs> <laughs> not what we want. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm trying. Tell me, tell me. Uh, this RB sandwich is fantastic. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just like, I, I, can you please help me with my motivation? I don't know. What, what is he feeling here? Does he, is he, is he, has, is, he is he starving? Is he starving? Like, has he, eat, has he eaten today? Should he, will he not eat tomorrow? Like it's, that's <laughs> well, funny because no matter what you do during those commercial recordings they usually go back to that that commercial take where your radio <laughs> voice comes on like why did i spend four hours doing all that stuff for you and you just went for that anyway not wasting my time stop wasting my time yeah. what about making your own stuff man have you have you done any like um i don't know i guess you can't do public theater right now but like virtual theater or doing like a short film or something like that you ever thought about doing you know something i like that? man I, I gotta tell you like i I think when the pandemic hit, it was such a shock to me because I literally in January was like to my wife, well, we're doing pretty good, man. We got some money in the bank and I just re-signed for another year, which that started over in February. And I was like, we're sitting pretty, we're sitting pretty well. We're like, we're doing okay. And then, and it, I think it not, it hit me so hard for like, I want to say for like six months. Months, man, I was just like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and then all the, you know, and, and and then on top of that, all the the racial issues and things that were going on and just what's happening to our country and our world. And um, I just kind of went into a hole because like, I didn't want to post things. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, cause I didn't want to say something that I couldn't take back. I didn't want to like, I just, I just kind of like retreated and unfortunately, and uh, I think that even took away from my creative side. And um, I just didn't really, it took me a minute to come, kind of come out of it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm really trying to find that outlet for myself, to be perfectly honest with you. You know, I, um, I'll, be, I'll have thoughts in my head and I'll get going. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, and then I, I just can't, I, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so late to the game. I feel like everybody's on this, everybody, everybody's, everybody's got their hands in everything right now. And it's like, I, I just, I just don't really know where to begin, oddly enough. Um, but what I have been doing is I do play a lot of poker. <laughs> 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 so that's, that's been a yep. nice, that's been a nice outlet for me. Um, I've always loved poker and that's kind of been my kind of go-to and just kind of relax and, or not relax. And, uh, and um kind of go that route but uh you know i think the auditions have been really keeping me busy of late like since i would say since january and uh you know i i it i need to like you're right it's funny when you say that it made me think about so many things uh it's it, it is something that i need to do and really really um take the time and create because i just i right now is it hasn't really been in me just you know because i just feel like our industry is so in trouble hmm. and it just it's um it's scary to me you know it's yeah, it's, it's scary to me and it's hard when you're you know you're not at the producer level or you're not you're not in the room 
hearing about like what the steps are going to be to bring things back you are just you were part of the cast and so you didn't have your hand in that so now you really are you're waiting on other people to tell you what your livelihood's going to be and that's frustrating and scary exactly exactly and also i think for me like my whole career i've been very blessed i i think out of my whole like 20 year plus career I've had a year and a half off, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, so I've always worked and I think I'm, I think, unfortunately I'm defined by that. I'm defined by my work that I've, that I've done. And, but I just always come in and done what's needed or um, there's a script and blah, blah, blah. And like, let's, let's audition, let's sing it, let's work it out and let's go. That's been my life. I haven't really hustled too hard. And I think now, now that I've had to, it's it's just like what I've said before. If you stay in shows and you do this and you you continue on, but like, do you, are you am I going to make this money or am I going to like be an artist and, and fly? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, when I was doing Wicked, I finally got my hit. And I finally got my lead, and I was I was the Fiero on the first national tour. Well, literally, you know, three months later, my wife got pregnant. My wife, not she got pregnant. I got my wife pregnant. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know, that changed that changed everything for me. And it was like, uh, hey, uh, Derek, would you like to be signed? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek, would you like to be signed? Absolutely. You know, and, and it just kind of went on. And then I went to my next gig and it's like, Derek, do you want to resign? I sure do. So like, I just became, it became work and business and work and, and providing and for my family. And, and that's what it became. And I think I lost a lot of that creativeness because I've just thought about working, putting food on the table, saving for college, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And now that that's all been taken away to an extent, I know it's going to come back. I do believe and I'm, I'm holding on that we will. Uh, but it's been, I'm, you sit around, you're like, okay, what, how do I do this now? How do I create again? Like, how do I, where do I start? What, 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 what do I go with? I don't, it's like, I don't, you know, you, 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 you don't think you don't really know where to begin. I think because of, because of that, not hustling, the people who hustle been hustling all these years or just been, you know, acting, you know, they get a show and then they have like a couple of years off where they're really hustling, trying to get the next gig. And then they finally do. And then you got some time off again. That hustle, I think is good for you because it keeps you alive. And it, keeps mm-hmm. you, it keeps that artistry driven. Um, but when you get complacent, I, I tell people, I tell younger people all the time when they leave a show or, or if, if they're in the show that I'm in and then they move on and I'm still here and I go, you know, just uh, stay hungry because when you lose that hunger, you lose yourself and you lose yourself as an artist and you get complacent. And then you like, you, you, you know, it, it really changes you. I'm not upset about how I've led my career and based on my kid and my family, because I still had a long thriving career. Um, but when it comes to situations like this, it does get a little um, <clears throat> tough for me because mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure what to do because I haven't hustled as hard as the rest. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I've, I've earned everything I have. Oh yeah, I've, I've worked for it. But I'm not saying I didn't hustle. I definitely hustled in the beginning. My hustling was going out, getting up in the morning, and go stand in line and audition and doing. I, I did that. But over these past 15 years, I've been blessed, and I've been working, and I'm, I still go out and audition. That's hustling for me. That's that's hustling to me. Yeah, I want this job. Okay, let me let me do my work. Let me get this script. Let me read this pilot. Let me read this pilot. Read the script. Think about my part. Get it done. Audition. That's my hustle. It's harder for me to like create something right now. It's, it really is. I, 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 and it's, 
I'm being very honest with you. It's, it's, it's difficult to even talk about it because I don't understand. Sometimes I'm like, are you a real artist? Are you a true artist? And it's like, I am in my, I, <laughs> I do, I really say that, but it's like, I, I am. I, I just lost that, that um, not that ability, but that, 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 that ability to do that right now. And I think because of the pandemic, because everything was going on, the racial issues and everything else, it was just hard to like really, mm-hmm. even though there's just so much there to work with, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a, you know, it's a double-edged sword <laughs> for me, but I, I, you know, I'm gonna figure it out. I will figure it out. <laughs> yeah. if that makes well, sense. <laughs> I think it's so awesome to hear because to be honest, I'm, I've personally been feeling very similarly to you, um, you know, and I, I think that there's an element of, if you're some, an artist who's an extrovert, um, you get a lot of your passion from doing the job and being around the people and, and whatever, and that's where your creative creativity comes from. And, and that's how it, where it comes for me when I'm in the middle of a show, I'm also, you know, doing all of the little hobbies I like to do, like painting and, and knitting and all of the stuff and whatever. But yes. since shutdown, I haven't wanted to do any of that stuff because I haven't had my main passion available right. to me. So yeah. I, I, it's actually really nice to hear you say that because it makes me feel less alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And, you know, and then you see, and you, you're looking at everybody online and on social media and doing their things and you feel like, God, am I, God I, I'm, I'm not doing anything or you make sure, and you, and you judge yourself. But I think, mm-hmm. I think during this time, you know, people really need to not judge yourself, deal with things the way you need to and and not put so much pressure on yourself because there's enough out there already you know and not judge by what you're seeing online and everybody's this and, and this and that and and, and virtual this and virtual and it's like you know you can only do what you can do and everybody's going to handle things differently yeah. and some you know some people are still in shock on what's going on i mean all, yeah. all of us are i haven't i've lost i've been out of work since march 5th yeah and i'm going on a year i'm i'm, I'm coming it's coming up on a year of salary that i've missed you know, and that is, that is, and if you're looking at, you know, I'm, I'm 43 years old and you, you, you put, you, you think about that in our age and we need every dime you, especially you talk about uh, uh, retirement and everything else. I mean, that's, that's a big chunk gone. Yep. So that's shocking and that's hard to swallow sometimes. So I, I would say the definitely the having the auditions right now makes me feel better. Um, I'm, I think that really got me going. I've been at the gym constantly now and just back in my routine. So that that just having that, having these auditions and having these calls makes lets, lets me feel like I'm still I'm still an actor and I'm still definitely. working towards something. And that's definitely given me a little, it's driven me a little more um, in the direction that I want to go. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe this now that I'm, you know, awake, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe that'll lead to more creativity and more thinking about more things I can do. It's, it's definitely been fun reading these scripts and reading pilots and that's definitely getting my my juices going again. You know, I do believe we'll be back soon. Uh, we just had a meeting recently and um, I there's no date in sight, but I, 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 w- I, would, I would say if not late fall, I would say, I think January, we should be um, good to go. Okay. You know, hopefully my unemployment lasts till then. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That that seems like the the news we're getting each and every day. It's like yeah, fall into next year. I'm like, you gonna yeah. you gonna help us survive until then? Because uh, okay, nothing right now. <laughs> okay. uh, nothing. <laughs> I, uh, it's. I, I want to go back to to you talking about uh, what what we've been talking about recently, which is like imposter syndrome. No matter where you are in your career, that uh, right now in the last year because of the pandemic. A lot of us, whether we're, you know, on stage in front of the camera, behind the camera, without that job, you know, when you find yourself by the job you do, you feel like 
yeah, that same question comes up. Am I an artist? Am I a creator? Yeah. You know, am I doing the right thing? Did I prep for this? Like, how do I, how do I navigate this? But right. uh, like, you know, you're going to the gym and you're, you're, you're keeping yourself fit, you're keeping yourself healthy, but um, I mean, obviously you're a family man, so you're busy either way, but do you have something that, that kind of facilitates that need for creativity uh, outside of poker, whether it's like journaling, reading a book, taking a walk. Uh, you know, I know you said poker kind of quote unquote relaxes you, uh, yeah, which it, makes you the best poker player on the planet. Uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a, <laughs> you see me, I said relaxing me or not. Oh, no. <laughs> you, miss, you miss that or not. <laughs> Sometimes it can be very unrelaxing. Um, <laughs> especially when you're not working. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a few things that have kept me uh, somewhat balanced. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I got a dog. And, uh, and literally the week after the pandemic started, it was like, well, we always talked about it. Now's a good time. And we went and got one. He's been a good saving grace for me. I mean, it's mm-hmm. been tough, you know, getting him going. Cause you know, puppy, you know, that's very difficult. Uh, the auditions are tough, but they're getting better. He's starting to realize that, hey, daddy needs quiet time. But he got me out of the apartment. We got walks. Uh, I would never walk without you. Just walk without without him. So he he's been a huge blessing for me. Um, but also, I had been talking for years about um, God. I need a month off. God, I need this. You know, my my daughter is just turned fifteen, mm-hmm. and uh, I've had this career. I've been I've been going strong since she was born. Over the past fifteen years, I've been which is a blessing, but so my schedule, I, uh, let's see, I leave, I go to the gym sometimes early, but I leave to go to work about 5.30. I come home at 11 o'clock, 10.30, 11. Every day, but, and then on the weekends, I leave at 12 in the afternoon and I come home at 11 at night. And I have one day off Monday. That's been my schedule her entire life. So I'm never home for dinner. I'm, I've seen her maybe an hour a day, hour and a half a day for most of her, most of her life. Um, and weekends when she's out of school, where am I? I'm at the theater. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So the biggest blessing I've got out of all of this is that, uh, this time that I've got to spend with her is invaluable and it's the perfect time because she's just went, you know, in high school and uh, that, when I think about that, uh, that keeps me like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. That makes me go, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is she interested in pursuing dad's career or is she- interested in something <laughs> entirely different god i hope not but yeah unfortunately um, <laughs> uh unfortunately she uh she is she uh she's actually going to laguardia uh university laguardia school of the arts oh cool for high school she uh she got accepted for drama she's one of uh she was one of 33 kids that got accepted out of i think it's like 1500 so good for um, her yeah, they accepted 150 the year before, only accepted 33 this year. Not for the wow. not because of the pandemic, just that's just how they did it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she necessarily wants to do it, you know, like down the line. I, I don't put pressure on her, you know. Um, 
when she was younger, she was she was really like really good. Just just and she was just this outgoing, just this light, <laughs> just this light. And uh, she's such a different person now. <laughs> <laughs> she's fifteen, so yeah. I yeah, guess. yeah. I mean, like she's still a, she's still she's still a light, but she's not that. Oh, that princess, you know. She's so different, but she's cool. She's mad cool. Um, but she, um, so she got, the, she auditioned for Lion King. This is, I was, I was done with Lion King at the time, but she auditioned for Lion King, got down to the end. And I took her to the final call and I'm just, I'm sitting in this room with these parents, these kids. And she was fine. I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> just this, 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 press, this weird, like uh, panic set over me. And I was like, do I really want this from my child? Do I, do I like right now? Oh, so I, I just, I stopped it all. Cause I had managers and agents calling. Mm. I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. Let's let her learn it. Let's let her figure it out. She had just got started. Let, let's let her figure this out. And if she wants to do it, you know, when she's in her teen years and she, she comes to me, she's like, dad, I want to audition and stuff again, then we'll do it. But I kind of stopped that. And she's just been kind of like doing her thing. I think she likes it. I think she likes the more acting side. She's not that really comfortable with her voice, even though it's beautiful. Um. She's very judgmental of herself, just like I was. She's so mm-hmm. much like me, it's scary. Um, but uh, I don't know if she'll do it like in the long run. It's, it's hard to say, um, but she is at the school and she's, she's, we just figured, look, go do, do the school and whatever you get from it, it's gonna help you whatever career you decide to do. You know, whether it be, wherever you go, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to write, you're gonna have to speak, you're gonna have to do things. And, and so even if you don't wanna be an actor or whatever, it's still a good school. It's one of the better schools in the city because in New York, you got to find the right school or you're in trouble. Mm. So in that sense, she's getting a good education. She has that outlet and then she can use it if she wants to. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. If she does want to do it, you know, good for her. If not, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to be a doctor and, and be, yeah, yep, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, I do worry about her uh, her passion sometimes. Like, and, and I just to be passionate about something. And I, and I really feel like the, the difference with me was when I was her age, I was passionate about performing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then again, I was kind of, you know, when I really think about it, I was kind of the same way because I was still playing sports and still doing this. So it's, I was still trying to figure it out as well. So I shouldn't be so hard on her when it comes to that. You know, it's difficult uh, deciding what you want to do with your life. But I do believe to be passionate about something is important. So that's my focus with her now. It's like, just really f- figure out what you like, whatever that is, uh, you know, join some clubs. It's like, figure out, uh, you, don't, you don't have to nail down what you want to do, but just like what you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because that's when you, when it's time to go to college or pick a college and things like that, that's going to help you. I, I just don't want you going to college and not having any idea, you know, what you want to do. I'm not saying you can't make it. I'm not saying you can't, still you know, move forward but god, god it's really going to help if you have some idea of what you Definitely. what you're interested in yeah yeah especially at 15 that's such a you know it seems like at that point you're like all right yeah whatever dad i'll i'll figure yeah. it out when i get to it but it that's goes what I by get. fast <laughs> Dude, man that's what i get they don't understand it's like next year you know you're halfway through now you're a sophomore you know and then mm-hmm. you don't understand it's like now you're a junior and then you're done because 12th grade don't really matter you know? <laughs> everything's you know every most things are yeah. decided you yeah. know yeah. you got to you got to you got to pass but by that point most things are decided so don't think you have all this time you got to mm. figure this out yeah yeah <clears throat> oh 
do you guys find that you have a uh it's it's cool that she is she's in the arts as well so like with this time with her obviously you guys are doing other stuff but have you found any like commonplace bonds as far as arts goes uh you know with her in this with like, pandemic time yeah like anything um, you guys really bonded over you know recently we started going to the gym together oh awesome so it's never necessarily arts but uh yeah. it's we were we started going to the gym together it's been a little bit of a minute now because we I fell off. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes. Girl, Scout, Girl Scout cookie season. So, you know, right, right. <laughs> it is it's, it's hard to like focus on somebody else when you can't get yourself going. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but I'm back. I've been going pretty consistently now. So we're, we're going to get back to it. But I, I that was such a nice bonding moment. We really, we really enjoyed it. I think she enjoyed it. Um, it was a. Uh, it was it, it's that's that part's been that's part's been really nice but also just man just like sitting on the couch and like laughing and watching you know ridiculousness or yeah <laughs> um <laughs> you know uh whatever watching her shows you know she's been watching teen wolf and i've just been like sitting there like okay okay all right <laughs> trying to add a conversation so this is how okay all right i understand <laughs> You know, and, and and getting into dumb shows that I would never watch, but I'm watching it for her, you know, because mm-hmm. even you know it's it's that's just just being there sitting next to her and watching and being able to watch TV and not and knowing I have to go anywhere is is a lot for me and it's so it's so much for me. And that that to me is is a bond as well, you know. And now and then I'll get the you know, the head on the shoulder and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> You know, but you try, you try not to, you know, you try not to, to move or yeah. respond to. You just like, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> that's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, man, because you know, if, you know, if you move or you you look, yep. or you, it's it's going, it's over. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. You just like you're just a statue for like an hour, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. We're having a good time. So good. Yeah, yeah. God, I love this. God, I love this. God, I love it. This is great. This is great. Can't feel my legs anymore, but I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, man, you you yeah. never know. I heard they're bringing back Teen Wolf, so you could have another gig Uh-oh. on your hands. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. she loves it, man. She loves that show. She really, really does. Um, um, yeah, we. I mean, like, and you know, being here in the city, like in New York, where the pandemic really hit hard at the beginning, yeah. is there was not a whole lot you could do. Mm-hmm. so sitting on the couch was really okay and doing those things now now I try to you know it's it's I feel like right now that I think the kids have it the toughest during this pandemic um you know she she was going to school once at once a week uh in in the fall and then that ended because the numbers are going back up mm-hmm. she hasn't been back since and mm-hmm. and just like this is a very important time for them and it's really just them sitting at home and trying to sit up sit in their room and sit on the computer and do school I mean school is hard enough and having that focus and you know and I trust her she's doing a great job you know but it's just really I feel so bad for them so I lately you know when she I just try to be comfortable with even though it's the big city I'm comfortable letting her go out and see her friends and mm-hmm. I think that's really important for her right now as well so uh, you know I'm sure at this point after all these months of here I mean I'm pretty sure she's sick of daddy yeah um, <laughs> you know daddy hasn't been home this much so it was cool at first, I'm sure, for her. But now it's just yeah. like, you know, so I'm still trying to get my moments in there. But like, I think I think she's uh, I think she's uh, yeah. 
uh, <laughs> three, quarter, three quarters full. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to. Like I'm, I'm good till college, <laughs> yeah. right? You're good. No. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, she's she's still a teenager. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I try not to. I try not to overdo it. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually just flew flew her cousin up, so she's been here for. Uh, oh, cool. She's a year older than she. They've been hanging out for the past few days, and she's here for another week or so. So. Oh, nice. That's awesome. You know, it's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 Um kind of pivoting ahead and and looking forward and maybe like even if the we weren't in the middle of a pandemic and you were you know still doing book of mormon every day and whatever <laughs> what's is there a particular show or role that you would love to have like <clears throat> that you kind of have as a goal or something that would be really cool you know i've, I've always wanted to play curtis in dream girls and I, mm. I i was really close i got down to the end uh you know, we had to, it was, it was the final callbacks for like the the TV show of, um, not, not slam. What was that called? Not splash. What was it called? The one, the uh, one, uh, Megan Hilty. Yeah. What was that called? I don't Smash. remember. Smash. Yes. Yes. Smash. Yes. Um, so like I, my final callback was on stage, like microphone, the pianos in the, on, off the stage and like lights were on you're just like what the heck is it kind of it threw me it it really I I, I've never had a final callback like that in my life it's always been in the studio you know and but this was weird like they had a camera back there recording I guess because they they were doing it dream girls in London and they were going to come to Broadway uh and I was between me and like two other guys and I just remember going on stage and like honestly it wasn't my best audition I remember because I hadn't done it on stage before with lights and and now we have microphones you can't really hear the pianos in the in the house right there and it was a really weird moment and you I felt myself really pushing trying to get uh trying to find moments or trying to it was just you know all of, it was everything you rehearsed just went out the window which I thought was mm-hmm. weird it's like why would you why would you why would y'all do this and so <laughs> you mess with me <laughs> are you tricking us like what the heck you know um but either way, it never really came to fruition because the show, we were, I was on hold for like a, almost two years and it just never came. Oh, wow. And honestly, it's probably for the best because if it did come and then this happened, uh, I don't think it would have survived. So, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. Uh, but that's something that I would love to do. I, I Playing Curtis and Dreamgirls is, uh, I think it's just right up my alley and it'd be fun. Um, Ain't Too Proud is, uh, it's, is, is pretty cool. I, I, I think I'm a little bit, personally too old uh <laughs> to do all that eight times a week i went in for it actually and you know had the audition and you know kind of knocked it out and i had a final call back for that and it was right in between contracts i hadn't been re-up yet for book of mormon but i busted my ass at this audition i mean like splits and turns and, and i was just like <laughs> And uh, I remember, like, I, rem- I remember going home that night and sitting on the couch and just been like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then woke up the next day like, "Oh my god, I can't turn my head," you know, like. And I'm thinking to myself, "Boy, can you do this eight times a week?" I think the answer is no. <laughs> but if I had to, you know, I like I would. If I if I had to, I would. You right. know, I would just have to. I would have to be doing yoga every day and blah blah blah. And, and am I am, am I going to do that my self care? You know, if, if I need to, I, I would have had, to, I, you know, of course, if you have to do it, you will. But yeah. I kept thinking about that. Can I really do this eight times a week? And then, so that was Wednesday. My final callback was Friday. On Thursday, I got a call that I got re-upped for Book of Mormon. 
for another year. And I was like, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to make it. Uh, yeah, no, I just don't, I don't think my body can hold up eight times a week. <laughs> just, just honest, just yeah. completely honest, you know, yeah. like I mean, at this point in my life, I'm like, I don't need, I'm not, I don't need to lie to you and tell you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just think that I think it's too much. Um, but I, that would have been a fun show to do as mm-hmm. well. I just, I miss, I miss it's like singing and dancing together. It's like my, my jam. That's what I've, that's, that's what I excelled at coming up into this business. And so to be able to do that again, cause like Smokey Joe's Cafe was my favorite show of all time. Uh, it's just that singing and dancing together and like that, that but it's just like so much fun and that was I, I would love to do that show again but you know ain't too proud was some kind of had that feel working a little bit harder ain't too proud works a little bit harder than smoky joe's but mm. um smoky joe's would be so much fun it's just such a great show such a great show i used to go see that show to be inspired when i anytime i came to new york when i would drive when i would drive from bush gardens i would always go see smoky joe's and go oh, back. Wow. yeah that's awesome yeah but so those are the couple i can think of i mean uh you know, it's funny. I mean, I've done musical theater my entire life, but if you talking to me now, like as as, you, as you're doing, and if you think about, if you ask me questions about this person and that person and this show and that show, I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm not your I'm not your typical uh, I'm not your typical Broadway yeah musical theater guy. You know, I do like I you know I don't I necessarily don't enjoy. You know, you're not going to see me at a Wednesday matinee going to see. Going nope. To see. Yep. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm there all the time. Last thing I want to do is go sit in one. Like, <laughs> 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 I know. And, I know. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people that I work with, I mean, that's what they do. So I get it. That that's the love of theater. You know, I, I, it's it's always been kind of a. Um, <clears throat> it became a business to me a long time ago, and I guess I, I just always the mentality has been that way and i would probably say since my daughter it really it really changed my mentality on the whole thing yeah that's funny what about uh (laughs) you know going into to tv and and film again is there a project that you'd want to be involved in i mean we've been asking you know the the big marvel properties or maybe working under somebody like uh like Misha Green or uh, going under a project that's head by Scorsese do you have any ambitions to do something like that yeah you know it's funny man that's that's something that I think, uh, you know, agents and stuff would always ask me, like, especially when I would try to, you know, get my next agent or moving on or, you know, and those yeah. meetings, that's the kind of things they ask you. And, I'm, and I've never been able to clearly answer that question because I guess I, 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 sadly, and that's the part that I always say, like, I don't, I don't think about those things per se, like, God, I want to do this project. God, I, and, and you would, and I think that's what, I think that's the negative part, negative side of me and my career. Mm-hmm. I think that's why uh, that's the part of me that's, I think that's missing that would take everything to the next level. Hmm. And I think that's just a part of drive and ambition and, and, and knowing clearly what you want. And I think over the years, I've just kind of faded and faded, uh, not faded, but like kind of maintained and yeah. And, and then losing that, uh, that want to be, that want to, God, I want—I really want to be a part of this show, like I like I did when I was younger. You know, it, it sucks, yeah. but I, I really got to get that back because I don't—I don't. It's important as an artist to, to to have that and to want that and to you need that, and because if you don't, you, you you get you get stale and you get complacent, like I've been like I've been saying. Um, so there, there's not a there's not something specifically that I'll some or some even a director specifically. God, I want to do that or want to. Um, 
weird enough, man, it's in, in my, I just love to work. Yeah. I love to, I love to be a part of it. I love to, you know, try things. I love to, uh, I love acting with somebody. I love acting and reacting and, and connecting. And that's the joy. That's the joy for it for me, uh, that, that work side of it. But like, I'm up for, I'm up when it comes to that, I'm up for anything, you know, I'm up yeah, for, man. I'm up for Indies. I'm up for small budget. I'm up for, you know, let, let's, let's, let's work and let's create and let's do and that in that sense. But I don't have like this big, this like Marvel. I don't, I can care two shits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, if I got, if I got it, it'd be awesome. You know, don't, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, do I want to fly on cords in front of a green screen? Eh, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, uh, am, am I wishing to do it? No. But would I turn it away? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how my, how I am when it, when it really comes to that. It sounds so, um, unambitious and it's, there's a better word for that, but, uh, you know, I, I, I am ambitious. I, 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 I do, I just enjoy the craft of working. If yeah. that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. You, you enjoy the the process of it and, and the, the work and the art of it. And I think that's what makes you, you know, an incredible talent, you know, people right. aren't, yeah. especially for, you know, projects I, I mentioned, they're not looking for, I mean, they could be looking for somebody who's, you know, just going to kiss butt and be like, yeah, put me in the thing. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the, the actors they brought on are, are indie performers, you know, people yeah. that, that just love, uh, you know, telling a great story and filling, you know, the, the proper skin of the character within the story. So, um, no, I think that's an incredible benefit to your career, man, is the fact that you, you do want to put that work in and, you know, as you know, and I, I love, like, I have so many, I I love seeing my friends who create and they, and they write their shows and write their movies and, uh, you know, and it, it it goes and they, you know, get it produced. So they, uh, they have a, 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 um, a reading of it or whatever you know i it's i applaud that work i mean i really it 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 fascinates me people who get that stuff done i did i wrote a pilot uh years ago and we we did we sat around and we, we did a reading of it uh and which was really fun and that's that's, that's kind of the last time i had really done that and that was probably my writing partner I went on tour to do hamilton so we kind of just kind of stopped oh, <laughs> but uh we were, we were working on something pretty cool and and uh and we did we did a we did a reading around the table and we, we made some notes and we was going to fix it up and then uh he went on tour and we kind of just really didn't get back to it, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to do that. So, and I, so I need, I, if I have somebody to do it with and it's like, Hey, let's, let's work on this. Let's do that. I'm all for it. Um, just sometimes to sit around and do something myself. It's kind of like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think he, I think he, he was one of my best friends. He knew that too. Yeah. And I think that's why he was just like, well, let me, let's, uh, let, let me let's let's do something let's 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 figure some things out and it was great that part I forgot I forget, even forgot to tell you guys that that part was really cool and uh we had been working on it and it was it was really cool we before remember Glee before Glee ever came out oh yeah before Glee ever came out him and I this is we were we were in Wicked together uh in the in the original company and even back then we started we were like we had this idea of you know let's 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 write a show about you know some friends and you know because there was a group of us that we kind of like it was really funny group we were going to kind of write it about that and we were like and let's have let's there's going to be a musical and 
we'll do musical numbers in the show and it won't be like we won't just you know it like not like smash you won't be at the bar and all of a sudden just bust out into song um it'll you know when there's a musical number it'll be about the musical or or it'll be like rehearsal or it'll just be you know to be about the show and these people in it and then we wrote it and now granted we were we we, we smoked a lot of pot when we wrote that show <laughs> and, and we were like God. and so then we read it man and we're dying while we're doing it. we're laughing man this is fun and then we just we got nervous. We were like, "Is this funny? Like, are we, or is this bad? Like, we, <laughs> I mean, it could be bad, you know. It's is it, but it's it's is it funny? I don't know, you know. And we kind of went through that whole thing, and we just never showed it anybody because I think we were nervous. Mm-hmm. I think we were nervous. And then Glee happened, oh, <laughs> you know. And then <laughs> and then we were like, "God, dog it!" Yeah, we, we knew that. Uh, America, you knew America was ready for something like that because it had it'd been a while since there was like, you know, musicals on TV. And if we had just stuck with it and even like just showed it to somebody, it would have been an idea. Oh yeah, we, that's a great idea. Let's, let's, I don't know, let's pay you for it or let, we'll take it or whatever. And we, and we didn't do it. And it, we, we laugh about that all, we laugh about that all the time now. We used to cry about it, but now we laugh about it. <laughs> um, and uh, so then we got together years later and wrote another pilot, which was kind of similar, but a little different, but um it was just nice to finish it because yeah, um, yeah. we didn't before. We didn't go through the, we should have went through the full process because we took the time, even though we were stoned, but we still should have <laughs> like, we, we should have, uh, we should have trusted ourselves that, you know, even when we're stoned, we're funny and it's okay. Let's go. Yeah. With it. But, yeah. You know, we, it, it's tough when you feel like, I don't know, man, this might not be funny. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're like if you're stoned, I have I have you know writer buddies who're like, hey man, I write great when I'm stoned. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. Like, I, I don't trust <laughs> myself get, to. Oh, it's you, great. Yeah, Tyler, but, I don't think that's a good plan for you. No, you've seen <laughs> some, me. Some people just have like you know, I mean, like me, like I'll. I don't know who's gonna see this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like like I've I've taken sides and like. And I, when I know, once I know them, you know, I'll just like do it. And, mm-hmm. and then I'll just see it completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll do it. And I'm like, okay. And then I don't do the auditions. I don't, of course not. But I remember, I tried to like, remember that thought process and with the things that, that, that came out, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I'll, I'll read something one way and got it. And then I'll do that. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's way, that's completely different. I like that. I, you know, so some things just come out of you organically that, that uh, I don't know why it doesn't work the other way <laughs> normally, but <laughs> I guess you got to figure that on your own. Like, why isn't this happening when yeah. it's over? Yeah. Um, but you know, just like comedians, you know, you had remember some of the great comedians, man. Like when they sobered up, they weren't that funny anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's true. Some of the greatest, you know, who out there, a lot of them, you know, party a lot or do whatever. And when they got sober, man, it was just like, God, I mean, I love what he's saying, but it's just like really not that funny anymore. You know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. like Martin, Martin Lawrence, one of my favorites, one of my favorites. Um, got sober, man. It just was not funny anymore. Yeah, it just, it didn't land, right? It's I know just, just like, what you're wow, talking man, about. Was, yeah, jeez. I mean, like you watch, you watch You So Crazy and then go watch his life. <laughs> yep. Like run, run till that. <laughs> you're like, uh, you know. <laughs> Different. And then you got guys who never needed it, like Eddie Murphy, who's who's never drank or uh, done any drugs. You know, mm-hmm. he's just a funny, funny, funny dude. I think same thing for like Chris Hart. These guys just always they can, you know they can just do it. Some yep. people need a little help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like this this leads into a really uh, it's a good segue into my favorite question to ask our guests is um, what's like uh, the craziest story or like the most bizarre thing that's happened to you in a in a show you've done or any any gig you've had that from the outside people who aren't in the business are like what that can happen but on the uh, inside we're all like yep that makes sense <laughs> oh man these crazy moments I mean, this is one. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> I'm excited. There's, there's one that you know we we play a lot of pranks backstage and we do a lot of stuff. Um, I'm a huge prankster, I've, as you could probably tell. Um, you know, they. I think a lot of people like even Wayne Salento. He, he told me to my face. He said, you know, I've done like a few shows with him. And he's like, you know, I keep you around because you make me laugh, man. You, <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, what? <laughs> um but uh so there when i was doing wicked when i came back to broadway uh because i was on tour and I, then i joined the broadway company and a friend of mine who was in the ensemble she she bought you know the stink spray the poop spray or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she put a little turd like this this fake turd thing on my on my desk and sprayed in my room with this thing, <gasps> my dressing room. <laughs> and I don't know what kind of day I was having. I, was <laughs> I don't remember. But anyway, either way, you know, I I, I love a joke, so I, I know I laugh. But they call places. Or before that, I I went over to find her because I know I know she's somewhere stretching on like off stage to the left or to the right, whatever. And I just wasn't thinking. And I walked over there and I took that thing and she's in costume and I just sprayed her. <gasps> no. <laughs> I'm not sure what came over me. I probably I probably didn't get much sleep because I just had a baby. Uh, <laughs> the curtain went up when the show started. No, no. And you saw the audience just go, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired for sure. <laughs> this, that's, that's the one. That's the one that's going to, that's the one that's going to do it. <laughs> right oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. I mean, the audience was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what came of it, I got written up mm-hmm. and um, had to, uh, I had to clean, get that costume cleaned. I had to pay pay for cleaning. Um, but I think that was it. They didn't really. That's, they must have loved my performance. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> <Really> like you. <laughs> they did. I yeah. I, they they loved my performance because uh, if I, if I was someone else, I yep. would have lost my job. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best you know, story. Yeah, but and I. She you had know, to I, smell like that the whole show too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean that's why not? I'm in, I'm in my room smelling it. Why can't you smell it that way, Dar? Um, yeah, that was that was dumb. That was one of those dumb moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so many so many so many crazy crazy moments. Like recently when I was doing a uh, Book of Mormon, you know, I, I played the I played the general, <clears throat> which is the warlord. And in my first scene, you know, okay. he he shoots a guy in the head. Uh, have you seen the show? Mm. No. Have you seen Book of Mormon? I, I haven't. haven't seen it. You haven't? I've always wanted to, but. You've seen it? 
I'm sorry, I think it's cutting out. Yeah, it is. I haven't seen it. Okay. And I Are think you... Tyler's frozen. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. no. Sorry. I was you haven't was... seen it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, my first scene, I I shoot, I shoot this guy in the head, pull out a gun, shoot him in the head. Power. It's a great look. It's a great visual. It's 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 done really well. <clears throat> um, because I remember when my brother came down to Orlando to see when I was on tour to see the show. And first of all, I walk out, you know, and I I got this, you know, I got these boots on and I yellow boots on it he was already laughing when i walked out i get him it was dead silent because it's always dead silence when i walk out and i hear this <laughs> <laughs> i heard that i'm like i'm and i'm already trying to keep it together and i do this thing and go I, I do the scene and i go um you know and do this and i turn and i shoot the guy and my brother went woo <laughs> <laughs> so it's a great visual it's a great it's a great moment well I was, I, I, I come down every day, same time, I'm walking down the stairs from, my, from the fifth floor of my dressing room. I walk down and I come over and I, I, put, my, I put my head down because I can't put my holster on. I put my head down, I grab the holster, I put it around me. I take the gun out of this other holster. I put it in my, I put it in my holster that I have on. I put my head on, I take my glasses and I put my glasses on and I walk and I and then stand there for like five, 10 seconds. And I walk on, and I'm I'm pretty consistent like that. People know I'm just, they, you know, it's, you get tracks and you just kind of do the same thing. Yeah. I walk downstairs. I put my head down. Put my glasses down. I grab my holster. And the stagehand came over to me and started talking to me. Oh no. About something yesterday, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah no, no, it's fine. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Grab my hat. Grab my glasses. Oh. Walk there. Walked on stage. <clears throat> Uh, did my scene. No. Went to grab my gun. And I was like, Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What, what did you want to do, do, buddy? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think was, Don't finger point. Don't finger point. <laughs> I knew it would happen to me at some point, and I had a plan because I have two I have two guards behind me, and I was gonna go I would go, you know, shoot him, mm -hmm. you know, in my African I shoot him, you know, whatever. And that was always the plan, but when it happened, I had no idea oh, until because no. it's a fast snatch, <laughs> pow, fast snatch, baby. The my heart <laughs> fell out of my butt onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I panicked and literally I did some Jedi bullshit. I was just like, I turned around and I just went. <laughs> and the guy, because there's a signal, the guy, the guy in the soundboard, he presses the gunshot, pow. So and he didn't he didn't do anything to lie. He was he's probably like, oh my God, what is he gonna do? <laughs> so I turned around and I just went, I turned around, looked at the guy, he was this way, and I went, <laughs> and it went, pow. <laughs> it was terrible. It was. I literally just walked off like this, like. Uh, and again, I again I said to myself, "That's the moment. I'm gonna get fired. That's 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 gonna be the one. Too, too long. So that was probably that was probably that was a that was a moment where it was uh, that was is hilarious when you talk about it, but." 
at the time, yeah, bro, the it was Ooh. it was terrible. I was like, oh my god, I just screwed up the whole show. But nobody said anything. I mean, like you know, I don't know if the audience saw it or not. You know, I, I don't know, but it definitely was a moment. <laughs> Did, so I'm assuming too the actor that you shoot falls to the ground dramatically yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? So did oh, he yeah. just hear it and go? <laughs> yeah, he heard it. Yeah, he heard it, and he put because this thing where he has a thing where his head explodes. I mean, like it's we did it all. Wow. It was just it was just through through Jedi Jedi yes. tricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was unfortunate. That was, oh, yeah, I, I that, would... That's that's probably my biggest blunder ever. You know what? I'd I'd kill to see that scene over again. That, right? Oh, dude, like, it was it was frightening. Frightening. <laughs> well, especially but when I've never missed, backup. I've never missed an entrance. I've never done that. Good. I know a lot of people who have, but mm-hmm. I've, I've 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 never been like, you know, in my dressing room and going. You know, I've never, <laughs> never had that because <laughs> that that is probably the worst feeling of all. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy playing my part in London that happened to him. He was in. A, he came on stage in a robe. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. No yeah, it, it happens. And he was like, Yeah, he's done that. That 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 I've never done that. So I thank God for that. I think that's because that means you're not paying attention and you're not right. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be and, that guy. And you like you like in your situation, there was a kind of solution. It didn't look great, but it worked. Whereas yeah. like if you are on stage and a person that you're supposed to be working with doesn't come out you, there's nothing you yeah, just and, how do you that, how do you move forward right in that moment so, I mean, he's the he's the you know the bad guy he's the lord yeah. I mean, everything stops like the show stops when it comes out and it's silent there's nothing happening there's no music there's no anything these guns go off and he comes out and it's silence is the most is every time i come out it's the quietest parts of the show yeah and nobody's there <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's just like this <laughs> you know <laughs> oh my lord yeah, but you know that's life that's life theater you know that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. the beauty that's the beauty of it all you know um you know you do something long enough things will happen you know yeah, i've been doing book of mormon sure. now for uh well i can't count this past year so but <laughs> i i had just got to seven years so, wow yeah I'm talking about because I, I did the first national tour first right and then came to new york so all together about seven about seven years yeah that's crazy. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're like seven years. Good that's, lord. That that's honestly like I can't do it. That's one of the reasons why I left New York because I realized like um that, good. if I wanted steady work, I'd have to do Broadway or I'd have to do long running, and I just can't do it. It just yeah. for me, I because I love being in rehearsal. So yeah. I like that element and I so I like to switch up my show. So I, I'm not I'm not that kind of a theater person, but yeah, hey, a lot for mo- you. most people aren't. That's what yeah. most most people are not. I think I think I think when families come and become involved, mm-hmm. or you know, when you the when the pot the thought process, the art the, the artist leaves you and the business side comes, mm-hmm. I think is when you start to make those kind of decisions mm-hmm. um, for sure. And I, I think that that's what I was saying. Like that before I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go do the show. I'm gonna go do that show. And I'm bouncing from show to show, uh, I'm swing, boom. Now what do you, swing's closed, what are you gonna do? I think I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna go do, I think I'm gonna go do Aida. And then I'm doing Aida, you know? And then Wicked after that. And it's just like, you just, you know, you're in that groove. Yeah. And then you, your life, your life changes because you're responsible for somebody else. And you're just like, holy shnikes. Mm-hmm. And then you just start, you just start thinking, you just feel you just start feeling like you have to work. Everybody doesn't do that, but a lot of people do. You know, but a lot of people have families later. I had a kid at you know in my 
mid twenties. Yeah. And um, that's a big difference, you know, cause you're still trying to make it. You're still trying to make it yet and have a family. And that, and that really, you know, I, my, one of my mentors, uh, Margie Daywalker, who, who was it, I told you about, who went to my church, who started Center Stage. Um, when I was 17, she looked at me, she said, Derek, um, don't settle down too early. Don't, don't get married. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't get attached to something too soon. Just, just she said, wait, wait, cause you got, you got time. And she, and she just knew I had it. She knew I had what it, what it took. And I didn't listen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish I just, I just didn't listen, you know, Jesus. <laughs> You know, I'm hard yeah, but you made it work anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you made your own path out of it. Yeah, I guess. I'm hard-headed, man. I like to do shit my way. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, it's, you know, it's a, that's actually a, a proper segue into any advice you'd give to someone trying to either uh, get into the arts industry these days or someone who's kind of in it right now. Like, what, what's some advice you could give to somebody listening to this right now who's in the arts community? You know, for kids, younger people trying to get in, you know, I would I would say, especially if you're talking about musical theater specifically, mm-hmm. you know, I would say, you know, try to do it all. Don't just don't just sing, don't just dance, don't just act. You really want to try to do it all because that's musical theater. You know, the stars in musical theater are the are the people who can do it all. Yeah. You know, I, I was, you know, I didn't train it you know, any of them, but I was good. I was good enough in all three. And that's when I first got in, I was a dancer and, and a chorus guy because I could sing and dance. And yet I would, I would cover stuff because I could act a little bit too, you know? And that's the that's the beauty because that's how you make your way up and, and you work your way in. Then you're now you're in the show, now you're in the community and now you get your lead. You know, it's very rare that you come up and you just get your lead. It happens to some people, but even like Megan Hilty was a, she was the, she was a standby in Wicked before she, you know, so <clears throat> I remember when she came in, uh, Eden Espinosa, same thing, you know, uh, it's, it's just that you, you got to make you do. So like the, the more talented you are, the more you can do, the faster you're going to get in. You're going to you're going to make your way in and just be. And when you do get in, you know, be humble. Um, you know, you, it's, it's, there's a difference in being, you know, cocky and crazy and, and being confident. You, confidence is good. But you still got to be humble in what you're doing and, and be respectful of who you're working with and you know, respect can take you a long way and give you longevity in this company. Unless you're amazing, then it's fine. You can be the fucking crazy bitch you want to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, if you like, if they got to have you, they're going to have you, mm-hmm. no matter how crazy you are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you, but, but for the people who are, you know, you're trying to make your way in, just be, be humble, be respectful and, and work hard and try and, and really try to learn all three and do the work, do the work. Because when you do the work, it pays off, you know, um, and for people who are in the business already, who are who are still trying, who have been doing it and like really just trying to move up and keep continuing, just, you know, it's all about really just doing the work, realizing who you are, know who you are, especially as an actor, and go from there and work at it. And 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 when you get size and you get things, you know, take the time and really put it aside and go sit in the room for an hour and go over it, you know, and, and give yourself and just, it's all about doing the work. And, and like I say, like I tell everybody else, if, if you're in the business already, just stay hungry because when you're hungry, you don't, you don't settle. You keep, you just keep chewing because you want, you want more and you want more. And that's how you continue to make it in our, in this business, whether it's theater, whether it's musical theater, whether it's TV and film, 
you have to stay hungry and you have to do the work. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I used to say know what your capabilities are, but I, I, I think there's something in that, especially when you're younger, you know, like you got to know, you, you, you know, know if you got the goods, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, think, I think that's, I, I think when you're younger, it's also realizing that like, and I love the theater, but I love the musical theater and I want to learn and I'm doing it, but do I have what it takes? At some point you got to say to yourself, I, I don't know. Or, or you know what I mean, like, or give it a go, and then if it's not if it's not there, then then move on. But if you got the goods, you know you got the goods, then you know, make sure you're good at all three. Be the be the best you can. I mean, everybody's not a great dancer, but like know how to you know step touch and and do a turn <laughs> here or there, you know, and and you know learn how to speak and learn how to listen to each other and and things like that. But I think that's the most important part. But the biggest thing I would say is to stay hungry. Mm. Stay hungry. That's my. That's my biggest advice to in, in all, on all levels of anything that you do. I like it. I like mm. it a lot. I love it. <laughs> uh, and it's hard. It's hard to do that right now. But if you do, when when we get through this, you're gonna be raring to go, and and that's yeah. important to remember. Yeah. Stay hungry, or you'll be complacent like me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be hungry now, and then you can be super full and overstuffed later. Yeah, you know, I mean, so at some point you do get full. You know, this is this look. This business is hard, and you know, you can only go in a room and, and tap dance for so long before you're just yeah. like, you know what? I'm sick of tap dancing for you. I'm done. You know, um, <clears throat> I, I think that's you know, you do something for 20 years, especially going in a room and. You know, you're going to hear no. The rejection is unreal, and you hear it. You either hear no so much, or you hear nothing at all. So you're doing all this work for nothing. You feel like you're doing all this work for nothing. And that's just the, that's just the business. But at some point, you do you you kind of do get fed up. You got to have a tough. You got to have a tough skin. You got to be able to take that. Because if you don't, then you you got you got to move on. Yeah. You got to move on. You hear no, fifty time more times than you hear a yes, and that's difficult. Because each yeah. time, I, mean, I don't care how long you've been doing it, I still, when I don't, when I think I got something, or I think I'm good enough for something and I don't get it, it still hurts, man. And you yep. still like, then you question who you are and like, why am I doing this? You know, you know, every policy is you do all, you do all these pilot auditions Then you know, a lot of times when you're, when you're not known, you're probably most likely not going to get it, but you keep pushing, you keep pushing. And then you do all this work and you hear nothing, you go like, and then you probably for the next month, you're like, why, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why, yeah. why am I an actor? You know, but you you got to take, you swallow the pill and, and, and you keep moving forward, you know, and, and, and that's just the way it is, but, you know, and then you have to say to yourself when you're done and I, I it's time to move on and be prepared when it's time to move on, because you got to realize what else should, you know, what, what have you set yourself up to do next? Mm-hmm. So, and, and then you also, you also got to realize there's just so many avenues in this business. You know, you don't have to be on stage. You don't have to be in front of the camera. There's yeah. so many things that you can do. And I think that's important too. Like if you, if you don't have the goods, but you love it, then, then go the other way. And I think that's important too. That's okay. Cause you're still doing something that you love to do. And I think that's important as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nail on the head, man. I, I think yeah. a lot of us are, uh, it's a word that a lot of people don't like right now, but the idea of pivoting your career yeah. <laughs> and yeah. staying in the arts in some way in some way you know there's there's yeah. something out there but no that's yeah that's hitting the nail on the head for sure for i love especially. seeing the, I, I love seeing these uh you know coming across broadway and you you know you work with you're doing a show backstage and you know your dresser was this guy who did you know a couple of these shows i mean i 
I, I love that, I, you know, and it's, it's just, a res- and I, you have such a respect for, for them and still, still working, you know, and if you don't, then you, you, you're dead wrong. You know, it's, yeah. these people have transitioned into to new, new careers and that's a beautiful thing, you know, you, so you should show that your dresser, this hair person, blah, 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 that so much respect because that, that's, that, that's, that's something beautiful. That happens a lot. And I applaud them for, you know, for finding that way to stay involved. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's wonderful, man. <laughs> um we're gonna wrap up here but is there anything i mean obviously there's nothing going on right now specifically in in terms of work but is there anything you want to promote shout out anybody people things whatever Ooh, no no i'm okay. good uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh let me see yeah i uh yeah man i'm t- terrible <laughs> uh, yeah no no nothing no. <laughs> i want to shout out to my mom uh, <laughs> for uh for getting me here and you know she all the you know for real though she is she's yeah. the reason she's the reason um uh i am who i am you know she would leave work early and make sure i was here make sure i got there and um you know, I owe that lady everything. So mm. shout out to you, mom. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you have any social media or anything you'd like us to have our listeners know about? To, do you do you do that or not really? I, I'm on I'm on I'm on like Instagram. I, I'm on the uh I'm on the the uh the medias. Okay. Uh, so to say. Um do I know what it is? I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, look, I look, I'm looking to pull it up. What's your name, bud? Uh, yeah, Derek Williams. Now, uh, yeah, I, I mean, is it? I sound so old right now. Um, yes, yeah, DD Willie is my uh, okay. Is my, is my Instagram DD D underscore D underscore Willie. All right. Okay. That that's my Instagram and Derek. You know, I'm on Facebook. This is Derek Williams. Um, okay. It's the black guy. Uh, <laughs> there's uh, only one of them on there. <laughs> there's only one. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's only one. <laughs> Found him. There we go. That was easy. <laughs> wow, that guy is interesting. <laughs> oh well, Derek, God. thank you so much. This was a blast. I'm oh, so yeah, glad we got to do this. Thank absolutely. you, thank you. I, 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 had a, I had a great time. Thanks for having me, you guys. I really yeah, appreciate it. absolutely. It was good to just chat. I love chatting. You know, yeah. I can talk all. I can talk all day. You know? <laughs> uh, hell yeah! And you know what? We're gonna bring. We're trying to bring you know people back on too. Once things you know get going, and be like, hey, how are you feeling now that we're not stuck at home? You know, like. Yeah, we, please, we, please check in. Hopefully, I'll be back definitely. at work. Yeah, check in. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. Fall time. We're gonna be sending out a bunch of emails. There you go. You can. I'll, 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 be, I'll be more than happy to come back. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Derek sold out. He's in a Marvel movie. He has to come back now. He's got to come back now. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Just swing it. Swing it in front of the green yeah, screen. Yeah, yep. no. Multi-million dollar deal. Five movie franchise, and he's still not coming back. Okay, bullshit. This, this, this I made crazy. it. I made it. <laughs>
<laughs> oh right, my uh, goodness. Uh, uh, all right, listeners, thank you again for uh, staying tuned to another episode. Um, please continue to uh, rate, review us on all podcast platforms, like and subscribe as well. Um, you can uh, find us also on all social media at PWRP Podcast at, um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, and uh, the, if you want a sticker, sorry, Tyler was just looking at me like uh, you got more to say, Steph. <laughs> uh, if you um, want to support us um, but can't do so financially, uh, we would really love uh, just a, a nice review from you. Um, a five-star rating would be awesome. That gets us out uh, to more people, and um, we'd be happy to send you a thank you sticker um, if you just let us know where you rated and reviewed us, um, and you email us at pwrp.pod at gmail.com. Yes. Now it's Tyler's turn. <laughs> uh, cool, because I get the easy part. That's too much of a mouthful for me. Uh, if you are someone who works in the arts industry or somebody trying to get in and you'd like to sit down, have a chat, share your story, we'd love to have you on the show. So please email us at pwrp.pod at gmail.com. And like I always, we'll get back to you in like 90 seconds because we're both unemployed or underemployed and uh, really just trying to make this thing grow and talk to more people. So uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, Derek, after each episode, we tend to close out with an awkward goodbye Are you free to uh join us with that something awkward i can do that or uh, just just make your goodbye as awkward as possible as awkward as possible oh sorry i'm cutting out okay i'll count us down i'll count us down okay <laughs> <laughs> that was the best one <laughs> <laughs>